My name is CPR Jose Ortiz. We're live from the Freestyle Flagship Clubhouse Dance Music on 90.7 FM WTCC. We're available on the TuneIn Radio app and also online right now on social media. Uh, my special guest is Willie Valentin. Uh, Willie, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Oh, it's great. It's overdue and it's great to be back here and I, it looks beautiful in here. Can you believe it's been four years? It, it doesn't feel like it, but yeah, it has been, yeah. It's been four years since you've been here in the studio with us. Another thing that's kind of ironic is the, the fact that uh, seven years ago to the day, you were here to debut No One Like You live at oh, the radio wow. station. So same day, seven years uh, removed from that debut, which has one of my favorite breaks, the Teriyaki oh, Boy yeah. freestyle yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, amazing stuff. But you've been really busy, and um, we wanted to catch up with you. Yeah, I love what you're doing. Let's talk about the Back to the Future Freestyle Series. Someone a long time ago told you something. Yeah. Do you want to share it? Yeah. So a lot of artists, including myself, we you know we always say to each other, ourselves and go, why am I not being booked? Why can't I get on those big shows, right? But it, 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 if you really think about it, a lot of these big shows are nostalgic shows, right? Um, and it's not an excuse, and it's nothing we should take offense to it. We weren't out in the 80s, or if we were, maybe we weren't on the radio, right? Right. And um, these shows that people throw, these promoters throw, always have, you know, the good 10 same acts, and they blow it out. They do a great job. And we all want to be part of that, right? Because it's a big crowd. You want that crowd. Um, and we don't always get the opportunity. So, you know, someone told me, hey, you know what? It, stop complaining about it. Why don't you put your money where your mouth is and invest in doing your own shows? You know, put yourself on there. And I'm like, well, why would I want to? Do? You're the guy to understand that. And now, you know, I spoke to many men. I said, listen, you think we could do this? You know, I had a, a different name for the tour. It wasn't Back to the Future. And he's like, well, your name is Wack. That name, you, I forgot the name I had. And he's like, let me think of something. Was it something from the 80s? Yeah, it had something to do with that. Like something from ye yesterday and today. It's not like a radio show. radio show. show yeah. Thing. yeah, forget that. Radio yeah. shows don't work. <laughs> <laughs> but he came back with Back to the Future. And I think that was amazing because we do bring you back, right, to the, to the, you know, if you think about the movie, they went back in time, they went forward in time, they went into the, you know, the present time, and that's what we're doing. We're playing, we're performing new songs, songs we did back in the 90s or early 2000s, and, so, you know, so now it's a mixture of all that, and I think it's perfect because the fans love it. It's something different. Uh, we mix, you know, the, the, the legends in with, uh, with uh, myself, Cynthia Figueroa, and Jenny Renee, who is the core part of this tour, um, because that, we're the ones who said we want more shows. You know, so we got together and started doing our own shows. Um, and that's a, a perfect uh, idea and also a good leadership role that you've uh, taken upon to, to, you know, do for yourself, along with uh, Manny Mann and, and the crew, Jenny Renee and your wife, Cynthia Figueroa. But let's talk about the people that have joined you on this tour. Yeah. Um, three to the Max uh, from uh, New England. Also Angel Mena. Um, yeah. Also... Uh, you've had uh, fascination out there. Yeah. Uh, of course, a certified uh, legend in this business, along with Suave. Of course, your sister from another mister, Naija, has been part of it. Recently, you had a surprise. Uh, Ann Moore was part of it, Mr. Mm -hmm. Materialistic Girl himself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you hit Connecticut, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York. Um, and, and I think it's a great thing. Um, you know, typically, you know how the, the music could be. Um, there's a lot of people with their opinions on why they're not getting booked. Yeah. And the fact that you put your money where your mouth is. And, you know, can you talk about the the beginning mm. to, to the end? Because you finished your entire first portion of the tour already uh, for, for this year. 
And so how how is it? Uh, was it hard in the beginning? Did it take a little while to get going? Yeah, you know, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know a lot of venues. So I want to give shout outs to people who really helped us get to kick it off. Uh, DJ Tony was a big part of helping us. Um, you know, Chuck, um, in uh, the owner of Hall of Fame, you know, he's the first person I thought of. We talked a lot in the past. I'm like, do you mind if I do kickstart it there? He was like, yeah, no hesitation. And then, you know, came back and then said, where else can we get? And then DJ Tony knows everybody. And he said, I got you this venue, that venue, this venue. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, you know, one was right in my backyard in Stratford, Connecticut. And then uh, we did uh, Blackstone, another one in Connecticut, but more towards Hartford and stuff like that. And it ju- I saw the, tran- the transition. Run. When we started, it was hard. Mm-hmm. We were like, where are the people? It wasn't empty, but we expected this to be from the get, and that's not realistic. Right. And it just continued to grow, and the last show was just amazing. Every artist was so happy and excited when they saw the crowd. And we 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 sat at the you know, we were up at three in the morning going, this was worth it. This was yeah. definitely worth it. And and I'm I'm glad that you give your story because again, you started off with Tony Moran, uh, the Latin rascal himself, which you uh, produced the, the number one song for 2023 so far, hurt so bad, um, and that started it off. And you know. Um, it ended with Deneen in, in Pennsylvania last weekend. Um, and so you started with, with a legend and then you ended up with someone who kickstarted the new generation of, of yeah, new freestyle in the 90s, along with Collage and, and Gino Caporale. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a history uh, making event because you're going all the way back to the, the beginning of the resurgence of our music, mm-hmm. back to where it kind of went down again and then artistic era coming, bringing it back up. So um, it's a it's a great tour. Now now that you uh, went through your trials and tribulations, are you going to continue doing them? Yeah. So, you know, this was the beginning. I know a lot of artists. I called a lot of artists when I first put this together, and some may feel like, hey, you didn't call me back. Uh, it, it, we took a couple of you know a couple of hits in the beginning, right? Um, we learned what works, what doesn't work, and um, it's going to grow. Like everyone's going to have that opportunity. But it's always going to be the core, like myself, Cynthia Figueroa, and uh, Jenny Renee. We're, we're the we're the originators of this idea. You know, Manny, man, me, and you know, and Jenny and Cynthia, we put this together. You know, I can't say they're not part of it. We collectively put this together um, for us, and now we're going to share that with the other artists that deserve that shine on stage as well. Two weeks ago, I, I had another guest here, Jim Azor, the Prince, and um, the same thing. I asked him those hard questions where. Um, some people were like, hey, how, how come you closed the show that was in, in Florida? You know, people thought that you shouldn't close. And he answered perfectly. He said, well, it, I invested in the show. I'm the one that put up my money. So if I wanted to perform last, that was my choice to do so. Um, that is his right to feel that way and wanting to do that because he invested in the show. And so he's putting his money where his mouth mm-hmm. is, right? And, you know, he helped book whatever artist performed at that venue in Florida. Yeah. But I like the fact that people are actually doing this. You know, it's something that we've done so many times in, in New England, in our area, uh, putting uh, ideas like the, the family night, putting ideas like, you know, the, the, the dream girls and the club nights. You know, fortunately, the, the place where we used to do our functions uh, is, no, is no more. But, you know, we, mm-hmm. we're trying to find different venues to bring the family together, maybe here yeah. in the auditorium. But it's you know pe- what people need to see is the hard work that is being put to keep the lot. the the genre going. How many sleepless nights did you have? It's not even about sleepless nights. It's the long nights. I I have no shame in my game, and I know me and Manny talked about this all the time. Like we went old school. 
you know, we, yeah, we, we paid for advertising on Facebook, and that's okay. It wasn't great. Um, like, we did flyers. We did posters. Guess what? Those big freestyle shows, we were there in the parking lot hitting up every car, myself included, and I'm like, hope no one recognizes me, but everyone's going to come to my show. And I put flyers on every car along with Manny, Fentifica Row. We all did it. We all did it. And it, that definitely made a difference because I, I got a lot of people that said, I'm coming. I, uh, I got a flyer. Even friends of ours, we didn't know where at the concerts at these other freestyle shows. And would text myself or Cynthia, go, ha, thank you. I got a flyer on my car. <laughs> you know, but you got it. You, you, you can't say I have this pride. I shouldn't be doing that. We're working hard to build something. Not to take over anything, but to build something, and we're just going to continue growing it. And yeah, and, worth it. and that's another point that I like to make. You know, uh, the same thing happens here. How come I'm not booked or whatever? But they don't see that I'm in my car. I'm actually delivering tickets to people's homes and yeah. making sure that they're going to participate, even if they're free tickets. You know what I mean? I want to make sure the house is packed yeah. um, because the family nights, I try to make them free for the community. Um, when I'm, I do club nights, I try to make sure that everybody's coming. Um, because I want them to have a good time. And sometimes people don't have transportation. You know, you got to find the way to get people there. Yeah. And the point of this whole conversation and, and this part of the, the, the interview is the fact that you're doing the work. And there's so many out there right now that are sitting behind that social media computer and they're waiting for that opportunity. They're not creating them. Um, recently, I saw Alex Zuniga of Latin Nation. He was in Colombia. Yeah. And, and he had a good crowd. You know what I mean? A few hundred people watching his brand yeah, of freestyle props to him he's a hustler he, he he works it he works it i can't take anything away from alex i love the guy you know for a long time and the hustle is real yeah and he gave opportunity to other artists um you know and and something that he's done for a long time something you've done since the beginning of your career uh, and that's give opportunity and so you know a lot of the artists that are newer you know they have to realize that it takes you know the the hustle to to do certain things you know recently i there was a, a versus battle and um you know jesse b was part of that he came all the way from uh illinois from from where oh i'm sorry yeah chicago illinois and he participated in the in a, in a contest he didn't have to do that but he he wanted to make sure people knew his brand he wanted to make sure that people knew um you know who he was uh, and, what he brings, and so he hustled his way yep, into the sure. thing. And no matter what the result was, you know, he felt proud of that yeah. moment. So you can't take that away from him uh, having that proud moment. So kudos to him. Absolutely. And, and kudos to everybody who participated. The Dream Girl, Cynthia, Raquel, mm -hmm. Sammy Zone, without a shirt. Please put a shirt on. Um, you know, it was a prosthetic chest. It was a pro oh, that, yeah. that's, I knew that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was a it was a, an event that, you know, in my opinion, could have been different, but my opinion is irrelevant because it already happened, one. And number two, they put themselves out there to yeah. create that brand. So mm -hmm. it, I could only give my opinion, and it's irrelevant in their eyes because of the fact that this is what happened, this is what they did, and this is what they're doing for their brand. So uh, much much uh, respect and kudos yep. to them. Yep. Yep. But I, I just want to make sure that the new artists that are coming up or the ones that have been around or the ones that are sitting behind the computer understand that it takes a lot. Yeah. You know, I speak to artists all the time, and I wish I was in my 20s again because, you know, how back in my 20s, everybody, I worked with everybody and tried to help and mold a lot of people. And you have artists nowadays that go, well, you know, what should I do? I want to get shows, you know, and mad props to, like, the, the Sal Batello, the Charlie Rodriguez is out there. Um, I forgot the gentleman's name from Chicago. I'm sorry. Uh, Tony something? I forget it. Rosario? Um. 
Well, you said Tony Alavado, so I... No, no, no. For, for Chicago, there's another promoter. I'm sorry, I just don't know everybody's name. But, you know, you have all these promoters that are great, and they go, I want to meet them because I want them to book me. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Those are business people, right? They, they're in it to, for business. This is not, oh, I want to throw a party just because I want to reminisce. It's a business. They love the music. Um, yeah, Vino Bruno, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great promoters, and you're not going to get on those shows. It's just, it's just a reality because you're not... Uh, 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 80s act you're not an early some, some of these artists are coming out in the 2000s right mm-hmm. you might get opened up once or twice but you're not going to get on the bill and nothing against the artist it can be talented as heck but that's a different platform right we got to create our own platform and we started that in 2023 with Back to the Future Freestyle and congratulations on that and uh, we'll move forward um, with with discussing other things um, because you know th- that's the best statement you could make when it comes to Branding yourself, and uh, we could talk about this for another hour, but we're here to talk about Willie Valentine. Tony been... Rosales, sorry, Tony Rosales, sorry. Thank you, Vera. <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot of um, work that you've put in in production. Uh, we talk about Tony Moran's "Hurt So Bad," uh, and now we're talking about Deneen's uh, "When You Talk." Oh, the... I love song. It's it's amazing. It's in its 11th week at number one on the countdown. If you really think about the breakdown of the song, written by Janelle, sung by Deneen. Maybe. Produced by the Club Jumpers, remixed by Willie Valentine. You did two remixes. We haven't gotten into the Platter Rock version of it, but <laughs> you did a West Coast mix. Yeah, that's yeah. what we called them. Yeah. Um, this club mix that you did, where you sampled um, uh, Scrubs by TLC, just amazing. And it's been the number one song for 11 weeks as of today um, on the show. Um, my my version is only one week because I heard your show that you didn't play my mix. Well, it's, be, it's because the, the producer, kidding. editor was Cheryl Rodriguez. That's why she's not here today. She has been suspended indefinitely for playing the wrong mix. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. kidding. Um, feel better and uh, get well soon to uh, Cheryl Rodriguez. She's not coming? No, she's not coming. All right. This That's is nice. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just said before the show the reason you're coming is because she's not coming. Shh. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Cheryl. I'm going to lose all my friends. My friends. <laughs> With a Z at the end. <laughs> no, but um, listen, um, you know, some of you may know this. Uh, my grandmother passed away recently, and Cheryl stepped up to produce, edit, uh, and do everything for our show. Uh, the countdown was on all seven uh, stations that we are um, affiliated with. Um, she made sure she produced them, sent them in. I didn't have to do anything other than just, you know, send them through the transfer, and that's it. But yeah. thank you so much to Cheryl Rodriguez and and her support during, you know, our time of need. And also thank you for also showing up and paying respect. Um, you know, it's, she's, she's a awesome. great partner. She's a good person. And her husband, not too shabby either. But, um, yeah, yeah. you know, she is the one that has been uh, doing the countdowns for the last few weeks. Awesome. Uh, so thank great you so job. much. And feel better, please. Um, come yes. back soon. Because, you know, I need you to do the countdown next week. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'll be here in another two years. So get better. You have two years to get better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she came here with, with gifts for Jay Mazur and, and Oh no, don't piss me off. Yeah, yeah. And I get nothing. You got nothing. No, I got dinner, thank you. I yeah, you're welcome. You. Um you know, it's great to catch up with Philip Anthony as well, uh, a former uh host of the show. Yeah, yeah. And uh we got to have dinner today at Red Rose, so the boys are back. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. But uh let's talk about some of the things that you've done as well in twenty twenty three. We talk about Tony Moran, your hero. Yeah. How did you feel working with your hero? Let me tell you, I feel like I know Tony Moran since I was a kid because I surrounded myself with his music, his edits, his production, his remixes, his DJ mixes. Grew up to that. 
modeled my 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 style around a lot of that and i'll never forget he came to my house for my birthday um through the weekend with my family and we had a great time we were in the studio recording stuff me and tony feel like we know each other from back then even though we met but we were you know just acquaintances like hey nice to meet you and now that's family you know a lot of people say that but that man brought me pound cake that his partner made and it was amazing for my birthday i'll never forget that cake oh it was awesome and we had a ball like tony is such a humble talented nice I, I can't tell you any you know enough good things about that man and i got to work with him i got to remix him um i got to release him on my label and i look at my you know i look at my uh my um releases that i've had over the years over 23 years i had tk now i have tony moran you know i had exo niasia george anthony the list goes on yeah and you, it, it seems like you worked with every single person who's ever been anything in this genre. Um, and what I mean by that is that they have uh, cultivated a spot and and now they shout out your name and they they bless your family as well because they see the talent. Your wife, Cynthia Figueroa, the princess of style, and your daughter, Lily Rose, who, um, you know, outgrew freestyle. I'm going to cry. She still likes it, but she, you know. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Well, you know. She'll and, come back. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. And, but I see her, you know, on stage with her mom, with you, yeah. on these Back to the Future freestyle she tours. Loves going. And, you know, she she's self-taught. Um, we had a small conversation. Hopefully, I'm not breaking confidence here. But uh, she heard you do a guitar uh, sample. And you're like, and she's like, no, give me two days. I'm going to learn the guitar. Yeah. And I'm going to play it live mm-hmm. so you can record it uh, for this song that you're going to put out. Yeah. Speedy and, says I should do a record with him. Speedy from KTU from back in the days. Uh, absolutely yeah. I have a perfect song for him let's do it <laughs> absolutely and, and the love that you and the respect that you've earned in this genre of music is 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 pretty um admirable and um you should celebrate yourself once in a while I know that we typically don't I'm doing the math right I'm like I'm doing the math from when I first started I'm like I've been on the radio for 30 years and I'm like, how did I get here? You know what I mean? Yeah, I ask myself that all the time. Yeah. How about you? I'm saying. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. And um, <laughs> also, you know, when it comes to the show, Clubhouse Dance Music, it's been here for 40 plus years. And you're like, wow, this radio show has been here playing good quality freestyle yep. for 40 years every week for six hours. Yeah. With with people like Jesus the Juice Vasquez, Sonny Marini, Alex Rivera, uh, Philip Anthony, uh, Becky, um, and then we got Cheryl Rodriguez, we, you know, and if I forgot anybody, I apologize. It's just crazy to me, like this, the, mm-hmm. the history, the richness in history that we have uh, in this radio station. And the yeah. fact that you came back here a long time ago and you cultivated and, and planted these seeds back then and other full grown trees. Right. Yeah. You got you put a seed into Angel Mena, own label, Julia Mena, own label. You know, it, it, um, you, you pose, you know, album. Um, you know, even even you gave CPR's Clubhouse uh, a compilation. Great stuff. Gino, what's up, Gino? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Big <laughs> shout out to Gino Caporale for one eight. Yeah. Um, so you know, how do you feel about putting all these these roots in different places? You know, you know, I don't ever like to. to I appreciate it. I know. I just 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 last night, and George wrote a nice message to me, George Anthony. It's weird because that's that's like family. I, I you know, it's, it's great to hear, but I'm like. I don't, I'm not. I'm a humble guy. I don't. I don't ever talk crap like that. Oh, everybody owes me. No, that's not me. 
Uh, and but it's nice, and I appreciate it from everyone. I'm so proud of everybody. I don't ever hate and go, oh man, they open the label, they're gonna cut my my business. You know, they're gonna they're gonna uh, that's my competition. No, not at all. I'll help them. I'll help other labels. I don't have no problem doing that ever. When artists come to me now and they go, I want to be artistic. I'm like, no, you don't. You want to start your own label. I'll help you do that, and I'll show you. The rest is up to you. It's not easy. Or I just refer them to Gino because Gino got the distribution. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's always great to, to see that. And, um, again, you know, we talk about your work this year. You talk about Tony Moran. We talk about Deneen. Uh, it's not only when you talk, but it's also Last Chance. Uh, just great stuff, you know. And um, you're, you're continuously working on new projects. What do you have in the pipeline? Oh, boy. So we just I just did a collaboration production with Suave. Um, that one, the, the new release. Um, let me work it out. You can't remember? I'm bad like that. Uh, I'm old. No. Yeah. Um, the new uh, Three to the Max record, uh, I got to remix that. And that's, you know, that's my favorite song for since it came out. Um, Deneen, you know, that one came out on Artistic 418. Um, you know, I definitely got to let everybody know that because when it got released, I wasn't, you know, I was not in the best of health this summer. It was a tough summer. And thank the Lord, I'm feeling a lot better. That's why I'm here. Um, so, yeah, you're going to see me a lot more active on, on social media. Speaking of that. The record is not dead. That record is amazing. Yeah, I, I love it. But speaking of that, you also started something called New Music Mondays on TikTok. Yeah. Yep. And you're coming back this up and coming Monday. This Monday, we're back, finally. You know how many people reach out to me in a week? Are you on this week? And I'm like, and the same people, I tell them, I'm off until October. I'm off until October. You know, and, and I was optimistic. I'm like, am I going to feel better? And hey, I'm talking. You know, I, I had a lot of voice problems over the summer. Um, again, I feel blessed, and I'm excited to do it. I'm also going to be back on the radio station in Texas. Um, so I'm going to be doing that as of not this Monday, the Monday after. Oh, so you're going back to classics? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Um, and and that's something that we need because it's good to to have stations that play classic music, right? Yeah. But it's also good to have that new quality freestyle being spun yep. in different parts of the world. So then we never know where you hit and we never know who, where you're going to bring that back to the future series to. Yeah. Um, and hopefully Texas is one. Oh, of the we always talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's going to expand. We're talking about Texas. We're talking about California. You know, we want to get shocked. We didn't do Massachusetts. We should have done Massachusetts, yeah. but we're, we're definitely going to, you know, I'm going to work with you to get that going and, and um, just continue to grow from there. You know, I know we, we've done Chicago, but you got Milwaukee, you have Detroit. Um, you know, it's going to be good. Yeah, and it's all about uh, promoting quality music. And, you know, look, uh, the best part and, and the thing that I love the most is the fact that when you bring these artists, they bring merch. Yes. And, and there's nothing better than selling your merch and somebody wearing your merch, taking a picture with it on social media, and then sending it to you. Yeah. Let me tell you, and I'm not trying to brag, me and Manny are very... Uh, proud of ourselves, what we did, the experience for the VIPs. And, and let me tell you, we didn't go, oh, general admission is $10, VIP $50. No, it was like $20, $25 more, your VIP, and you get a swag bag, right? So you get CDs, you get a USB with music on it, you get every artist picture. We, we put logos of Back to the Future on pictures. We didn't we didn't have the artists do it, we mm -hmm. did it. Um, so when you, it's an experience. Then you get to hang out with us in the VIP area, take pictures with us, mm -hmm. right? And then you have exclusive first dibs on this merch, Back to the Future, which everyone loved. Artistic merch, Jenny Renee merch. I, I really love the, the Puerto Rico flag on the artistic shirt. Yeah. Um, I love that. And, you know, and, and again, the, the merch part is part of the gimmick. So I always compare 
um, um, pro wrestling to freestyle because there's a lot of uh, things that that completely and utterly match when it comes to both types of of, of, of uh, genres. Um, and that is is that you know merchandise is what's going to get you additional income for the artist, right? So if you have merchandise and you perform somewhere, even if they're, pay they're not paying you a lot, you can sell your merchandise and try to bring that up. Yeah. You know, it's it, and the thing is that the preparation is not there. But it looks like you're also going to be helping that in the future. Yeah, um, more to come on that. You know, there's a lot of artists don't know what to do, how to do it, right? Um, so we're going to be providing a service for not only new artists but established artists. Um, you're going to be able to do all the merch that you want, and I'm going to have a big part of that with my wife. Um, we, you know, we formed a company to be able to provide that for artists that don't know what to do and say, "Well, I don't want to spend. I don't have to make." 10 dozen shirts to start i don't have the money guess what you're going to be able to do quality merch you know there's t-shirts there's going to be sweatshirts there's going to be hoodies hats yeah you know I, full I already, outfits we already <laughs> have we already have cpr's clubhouse moomoo's so it's going to be really nice um and uh you know and again as, as you trying to elevate the music to a different level and i think that that's important um and again if, if the artists that have made comments about your your journey and, and the things you've done this year they have to realize it's not your first year. You've been here consistently mm -hmm. producing, having a label, um, you know, traveling. Um, and a, a lot of people don't travel. The fact that we had uh, Jay Mazur come from, uh, you know, I, I believe it was Georgia, take a take a stop at Washington, D.C., and then go to Boston and then pick up Jay Adams and then come down to Springfield to do an interview and, pr and promote his song, that's what you want from an artist and that's how what a real artist does right yep. and if if you can't do that then again it, you got to reassess yeah. I, i'm not saying every artist should be coming to the radio station i'm saying that the the mileage has to be put in there yeah. right absolutely um you know when i talked about how we put this together right and and the ultimate goal was to get shows right it's like but the ultimate goal is not just to put on these shows ourselves the ultimate goal was like you make a buzz promoters go see your value and see your stage show and go, you know what? I got to put them on some of my shows. And that's what happened. You know, Cynthia Figueroa was the first one to get booked and she opened up for Coro in Rochester, New York. Right? What did what did that do? That opened the door. It said, hey, can I buy the, the Back to the Future tour and bring it to Rochester? They did that. So Cynthia got two shows within two weeks in Rochester. I just got booked to come back to Chicago by myself, which is great. You know, like, you know, I felt weird. I'm, like, I'm just so used to perform with the family. I'm like, wait a minute, just me? They're like, yeah. I'm like, but that, you know, that that created a reel. Mm -hmm. Now they see it like, wow, you guys do shows. You guys are good. I want to bring you down. That's that was the whole intention. It just feels weird now. They're like, I'm gonna be traveling by myself sometimes. Yeah. But that's what we do. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm sure Jenny will be in Florida absolutely. doing shows she and got traveling a show next month. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what you want. You wanna be able to introduce people to the, the genre. Sort of like what we do here in our show. Um, for for the time that I've been here, uh, and that is we like to promote good quality freestyle music. A lot of the fans they get upset, right? Because they're like, I wanna hear classics. There's a segment for that here, but when I'm on, we're playing new quality freestyle because yeah. even the legends are putting out new quality yep. music. And we talked about Suave, Can We Work It Out, an amazing song that people should check out. Mm -hmm. um, we talk about Deneen, who brought the, the new Deneen. era yeah. of, of freestyle to, to the masses. 
And so we, we just keep it moving and we keep it um, uh, promoting. And and we're the starting point. We're not saying we're, you're going to get 10,000 shows, but you're going to be introduced to an audience that in six months, they're going to learn your song, sing it to you. Yep. And you know what? Just thinking about it, and I already said this to a lot of people, this year, 2023, was the most show that I've done in my career in one year. And we did that in three months. More show than I've ever had in one year. And I was actually talking to Kay from TK. I'm like, how do you do it? You know, he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I did almost every weekend, and it was tiring. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, you wake up in the morning, you got to leave. And I know they do shows back-to-back different states. I'm like, that was hard for me. You know, maybe because I was feeling sick, it felt a little harder. But um, I wish this was the case when I was in my 20s. When I first came on Once Your Love Affair, and I'll never leave you. But it's okay. I'm, we're doing it now. So, And, and, and okay. again, and it goes back to the the way the internet freestyle community is, you know, is the 10 percentile, but they're the vocal minority. And they're always talking about how come Kay's not putting me on. Look at all the work that he has to put in for his brand. Yes. And, and you know, there was a statement that was made on social media about the legends. The legends embraced us, right? That's what a lot of the newer artists have said. Mm. And that is true. The legends have embraced uh, new artists. But what did you do with that embrace? Because we know they embraced you, mm-hmm. but you were not going to sit down on that embrace. You embraced them back, and then you worked with them, and then you expanded your brand. Hugged them, felt them up, and everything. Everything like that. You, you, patted, them, <laughs> you patted them down. The, the point is, and, and you know, it's just a, um, an observation. A lot of people are like, yeah, they, 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 um, they did welcome you into the brand. But they're not going to put you on their shows immediately because, you know, they... You they know. don't have the power. It's not their show. It's, they got booked for it. Yes, absolutely. You know, they can throw your name. Hey, what about uh, Willie Valentine? The promo was like, you're on in five minutes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all right, you know, but... You Mr. Know. Valentine. That's the one you're talking about? The one with the flowers <laughs> in the front? You know, it's okay. But again, I learned from this person. I'll never forget those words. And it's funny because I don't talk to that person at all anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Um, it worked. So I got to give them their props. I'm not going to tell them who it is, but I got to give them, you know, I, we know. And I'm like, you know what? They were right. They were right. That was yeah, and, were and right. that's and that's all you can you can say. And I know there's a lot of uh, artists that I call lower tier, whatever the case may be, and they put on their own shows and they have their own success and things like that. But, you know, it's different when a radio station can't play your song because it's not up to par in quality. Yeah. Those are separate things. But you still can't expect that after you put out one song, maybe two songs, that now you're going to get booked with the legends in a tour. If if the people that have been here for a long time that put out quality music can't get that opportunity, then you're not going to get that either. Yeah, Facebook famous is not enough, and not to diss anybody, because I have songs that I feel, wow, they must be selling because everybody on Facebook is playing it. Then I look at my sales, and like, that means nothing. Absolutely. Not that the fans don't mean anything, because they do. They mean everything, and it doesn't matter. But um, sometimes people expect immediate results. It doesn't work that way. Facebook is not enough. Yes. TikTok helps. Instagram helps. YouTube helps. And people say, oh, I don't want to put my song on YouTube. They're stealing my money. And No. Now they're paying. Maybe because I have a lot of stuff out there, but I see it. I'm like, all right, that YouTube is really helping us yeah. out. Um, so fans need to, I mean, the fans, the artists need to understand that don't, don't go, well, I don't want to put it on this. I don't want to put it on that because they don't pay me the, the exact royalties. You know, in the long run, the long term, it's going to pay off. But the, the opposite of that is holding on to it is not going to get you anything either. At all. Right. So either, either you take a risk and you put it out or you just hold on to it forever and then it becomes a classic in your house. You know what yeah. I mean? You know how many songs came out this year that never came out? Mm-hmm. That you've played, other DJs have played, and the artists are like, yeah, it's not coming out. 
that bothers me. Yeah, you know, that one example is the clear touch. Everyone was asking me about that track, never released. And I'm like, what happened? You know, I, I know what happened. I won't talk about it. But it's like, that's disappointing because of the fact that people really liked it. It could have been a nice comeback song for for the group. Um, and this is not a negative statement. It just it never was released. So when something's not released and the audience can't get it, then you have to move away from our countdown and promotion because we want to promote songs that people can actually get and get behind, right? Yep. And so for the 11th week, the number one song in freestyle is Deneen, When You Talk. Yeah. If you look at the uh, engagements on TikTok and Facebook and social media, you see people with their finger you know in the, on their face and they're like Shh, you know shut up yep. just because of that break of the song and you know, i know it's a good record it's a great record and i'll tell you why i know it we can like it but when a 15 year old girl that lives in my house goes and sings it and she goes was that the girl that was there last night i'm like yeah oh my god i love that song it's so ca so my daughter saw denine didn't know she sang that but she heard it she's like wait a minute that's the girl who sings that song Yep. And she's heard it in the house, of course, because I did a remix. And a 15-year-old loves that record. Yep. And you know you know what? There's another compliment. When a legend like George Lamond plays it on his one-hour block on, on the radio station that he's on, and uh, he plays it, and he loves the song. He texted me yesterday the day before, hey, Will, great job on that Deneen record. And he hasn't texted me in forever, right? And I'm like, thank you. you know, I love it. I said, um, you know, great songwriting, very catchy song. He goes, hell effing yes. It's right. amazing. And I said, that's, you know, Deneen. He goes, I know. I know Deneen. And he was like, she's a sweet girl. The record is hot. Then he's asking me about the remixes. So he was like, man, that record, that's what we need to do, Will. And he said, let's collaborate. So I'm like, George, I'm ready when you are. And then he blocked me. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then you woke up from, with a cold sweat. No. It was that, a dream. It's awesome. I mean, me and George know each other for years. I've done remixes for George. But now, the fact that he reached in, I'm not trying to be think big Dropping names. Yeah, I got yeah. it. But, you know, he said, let's collaborate. I, I have a song that I wrote that I want to do with you. And I showed that text to Deneen, and it was early in the morning. I said, I don't mean to text you so early. And she, that made her day. Mm -hmm. She deserved all the kudos. Janelle, great job on on writing. Mm -hmm. um, Deneen's an amazing vocalist, amazing performer. I got to perform with her. Um, the, she deserved everything she's getting right now. The push for 418 Freestyle, the Absolutely. Club Jumpers original mix, I like Stonebridge. I mean, everything. And so, again, so when people say CPR is playing favorite um, with Deneen, it's like, no, she earned that number one spot for the eleventh week, and if, if it makes it to fifteen weeks, you know somebody please knock her off the number one spot. You know what I mean? And you know now I kind of know what you feel, right? So when I did my when I was doing my my um, new music Mondays, like some people would want to have certain. So I had my favorite, of course. You're a freestyle fan first, right? Right. Um, you're a radio personality. You're a DJ on the station, um, stations, right? And um, Seven. You can like your the songs. Why not? You can have your favorites. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, you're gonna you know you speak to your DJs, your 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 peers here. At, you know for your CPR's clubhouse, right? So you you collaborate. We've had calls, right? When and we talk about our favorite songs, and we yeah. we don't always agree. We, we have don't. a we have an unreleased uh, YouTube video that we never edited and put out. I know. Then I got yeah. yeah. I was hoarse and yeah. yeah. A horse that made an A of himself. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway. Yeah. I never, I, you know, because he requested uh, for us to do it over again, we never got a chance to because he was on tour. But again, um, it, I don't play favorites with artists. I, I have friends 
that are in the music business, but Woody Valentine can tell you himself, Angel Mena. I have a spool of um, CDs from Angel Mena demos that I rejected, mm -hmm. and I still have them from 10, 15 years ago. Um, I'm hardest on my friends. That's why my favorite story of all time, and mm -hmm. I always talk about it, is when K7 from TKA calls me in, in at a time uh, like July. He goes, I want you to listen to this. Please let me know what you think. And he 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 sends me the, the track. And then 20 seconds later, he's like, did you hear it? I said, yes, I heard it, but it sounds like a Christmas track. Are you going for a Christmas vibe in July? Hello? Hello? She, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hung up the phone. And he goes, I changed it. So he changed the entire song because I said it sounded like a Christmas song. So it bothers me that I can be honest with legends. I can tell them exactly how I feel about the song. And they're even make, willing to make changes, right? Not that I'm Mr. Powerful or whatever, but 30 years on the radio, I know what something yeah. something sounds good, right? But you tell a new artist, hey, th this needs a lot of work, and they hate you for it. And it's like, I want you to succeed. I want all these artists to succeed. But honestly, yeah. it's not the best policy for many people. You know people. what it is? These songs are personal to them as artists. So when you don't like something that you put your heart and soul to it, if someone doesn't like it, you're going to take it hard. I've sent you stuff and then I don't get a response. Even if you like it, you didn't tell me yet. I'm like, he didn't respond. <laughs> and I'm like, what the F? I, I thought it was good. And you're like, oh, I'm at the movies. I'll, I'll let you know. I'm like, oh, God. So I'm stressed out because I want to hear your opinion. And this song that you've said, it's all right. Like, oh, you say it's good. Well, I'm like, oh, he just said it's good. I got to work on that song again. Um, J, um, uh, Jay Mazur with, like with, the, with the Jay Adams. Jay Adams sent me the song and he was like, oh, man, I can't believe you don't like this song. I'm like, brother, you just sent it to me five minutes ago. Yeah. I heard it once. I need to get, I, I always, for every song, bad, good, and different, I get in my car and I will drive for 30 minutes listening to that one song over and over again yeah. to make sure that I give it a good listen. And even after that, I listen to it even more because I'm a, I'm a connoisseur of freestyle music, new music. Yeah. I love it. But, and I want the best for this genre. You want the best for this genre. Yeah. There are so many that are together wanting the best for this genre. Unfortunately, you know, because of the way social media is and the tribalism that is social media sometimes, it's always these little groups, the the vocal minority that want to mm. interject their opinion yeah. and, and want to make it seem like what you're saying is irrelevant, what they're saying is great, yeah. but it never gets anywhere. It's just one yeah. stuck. Social media is good and it's bad, yeah. you know, unfortunately. But you know what? I can send you a text message and I interpret it one way, you're going to interpret it another. You put a post, you interpret it one way. Some people in their feelings. And they're talking about me. Even when you have conversations with the person, and if you go back about, because I'm gonna go back about my day. The next day, I put on, I put up a meme, I put up something. Oh, they're talking about me. No, we already had a conversation. Whatever, whatever was stated there, mm -hmm. that's the conversation. I'm gonna continue doing what I do, and and whatever memes I put on my social media page, it's just me expressing myself. Because you know what, I can't put personal stuff on my social media page yeah, because now it's like people are just taking notes. So then later on, they could just throw it in your face. You know what I mean? Or try to use it against you somehow. I try to stay away from that, even though I do see posts sometimes. And I do go back. Someone will call me and go, did you see this, this live? I'll check it out. But I try not to get too caught up with it. And sometimes my wife listens and goes, they talking about you? I'm like, don't even read into it. You yeah. know? Um, it, it, it is sometimes entertaining, but I can't take it serious. I should not. And mm -hmm. sometimes I just don't even listen. Uh I do, and I'm, I'm not saying I do a great job, but I try my best to stay out of the crap that you you hear on there and the, and the, the drama. Um, it's not funny. And then, you know what? That consumes your time from being in the studio and creating new music, come out with another song, 
fixing what you were working on, saying, you know what, let me better myself, better my song to put out something that's great. Absolutely. Um, any Anything you want to say in regards to your future plans and what's coming up on yeah. New Music Mondays? So a lot of new music has dropped since I stopped doing the TikTok and uh, my radio show on Classic Hits. So I can't wait to put that all together. Uh, and talk about it, get the artists on interviews. Uh, I'm I'm still working on music. I'm doing a new song for Ray Guell. Um Big fan of Ray Guell. You took you know my what? heart. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. He sent me the vocals. I'm like, wow, he sounds good. Like he's you know he's good. He's really good. Uh, that was a you know he's very close with Tony Moran. And Tony Moran, thank you Tony for referring me. And he reached out and big big following in Brazil. Uh, Ray oh Guell. yeah, he's going on tour with Naija, Stevie B, mm-hmm. and. Peter Fontaine, Ronaldo, so that's going to be a So nice happy show. for that tour, especially for Peter Fontaine. Yeah. And so, we'll discuss that some other time, but yep. really so, happy for him. You know, moving the project along with Cynthia and TK, so, you know, we're moving along now, which is good. I'm hearing it come to fruition, and Cynthia's excited. Um, so, you know, it definitely was delayed, but um, it's going to be, it's going to end up being a great song. Um, my new song, you know, I did a song for Lily and her friend, um, and that's a duet with a friend of hers from school. They both go to a music and art school, and awesome. They just sound so good, like fifteen-year-old and a sixteen-year-old. And that sixteen-year-old girl, her friend, her name is Juliana Lee. She is so. And she came to the show at the uh, Blackstone, and she was there with her dad, his big freestyle fan. And she was like, she came up to me when we're gonna finish the song. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Yes, she said it like that. That is what I want to do. That made me feel so good. Amazing. She's a good girl, good you know, young lady, and she has this passion for it, and she deserves. She can hit high notes, and I'm like, Lily, you guys together, mm-hmm. it's, it's awesome, you know. So you know, we we at least got one more Lily Rose track coming out. <laughs> That's amazing. Big shout outs going out to Cynthia Figueroa, yep. our Princess of Style, and of course Lily Rose. Uh, Willie, thank you so much for being here. Um, I love catching up with you. Uh, we are family, whether you like it or not. <laughs> uh, you know, it's great to 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 have this relationship since 1995. No, before that. Before that, right? Oh, 93. We make 30 years this year. Wow. <clears throat> Randy Candle times. Oh, right? wow. For always. Uh, so for those of you who may not know, so I met Willie at the Music Center, mm-hmm. and I was really excited because he had a hat, and it was turned backwards, <laughs> and it said, Willie Val. And I'm like, are you Willie Valentine? I I was just so excited. I'll take you to the station. I'll do this. I'll do that. He thought I was throwing a pass at him. And yeah. so, you know, it, neither here nor there. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, but, uh, you know, it, we, we're, we've been great friends for such a long time. What do you think, before you go, is your most underrated song? I got two for you. Can't Take It Anymore or hmm. or Solo featuring Willie Valentine. How Can I, I Be The One? one. I, that's a good right. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that to me when I show it to them. Um, can't take it anymore. I just redid it. Well, I did it right before I got sick, but I redid it. So, cause I didn't, that song was done in an hour. So I didn't do it justice. I just redid all the music, did the vocals before I got sick. So that's almost done. Showed it to Tony Moran. He wants to be on the record now. Wow. So, um, yeah, I redid a lot of my old catalog. Um, we're going to do a greatest hits, Willie Valentine, greatest hits, Cynthia Figueroa. We're not going to call it that, but that's what's going to, you know, we're going to come out with. So we got a lot of stuff. Um, more to come, more shows. Um, hoping that we can do this as long as we can. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to be here for as long as we can as well. Uh, Willie Valentin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everyone who joined us on social media live. My apologies going out to Jay Mazur, right? So he was here two weeks ago, and we did an interview as well. And when I went home, 
the system broke the interview into a hundred pieces and a hundred different little uh, audio. So I've been pasting them for weeks uh, to to create the the entire broadcast. So I'll be putting out these on the CPR's Clubhouse uh, Freestyle Universe podcast. Uh, you can go to cprsmusic.com to to get the links. Uh, we're on on Apple Music's podcast. We're everywhere, and um, you know, so so go ahead and, and and download, and it's free. You know, you don't have to pay for anything. Oh. There, there are mixes for. So, then I'm gonna start listening now. It's free. I didn't. I was told it was a dollar. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Apple Podcasts is free. So, and you, if you have an iPhone, it's already there. If you don't have an iPhone, there's a link on CPRsmusic.com that it brings you to any of your apps. Amazon, Audible. We're on that oh, one. I didn't know that. All right. We're on Audible, so it's good. Thank you so much, Willie Valentine. Right now, I'm gonna play the number Thank one you. song in the entire freestyle universe, and that is Denine's "When You Talk."